The college football experience, week 10 preview and conference realignment talk on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy football on Sleeper, so you know, check this out. Because now you can win cold hard cash with their brand new over under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is free to download. And right now we just relaunched our merch store. Where you can get all your favorite SGPN gear. I mean, they even got a jigsaw puzzle of real money Kramer. All right. Just go to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. All right. To play that Beautiful. jigsaw puzzle and, and let it ride, people. All right. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience week 10 preview and also conference realignment episode. My name is Colby swinging database Dan, AKA pick done D that's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price, but no one touches Dundee. <laughs> college football just celebrated America and college football might've blew up like one of those fucking fireworks. Mm-hmm. All right. I am joined by my co-host, former, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating sideline kiss stealing wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi, well. Can we save college football? Yeah. Looking <laughs> pretty doubtful. Uh, we are also joined by third man in the booth. He didn't get a chance to react with us last week, but uh, you know, he was up in the mountains again. Last, two weeks ago he was in Maine. Last week he was up eating, checking out the granola in in, in the hills of North Carolina. <laughs> we are joined by the the ACC God himself, giving up for the rooftop IPA drinking, brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving, farmer. Former Herndon Basketball League MVP, give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. And hey, look, it's vacation time, man. You got to get all these vacations in before, like, you know, the football really heats up. That is true. And the foot, what, you know, each, each of these past two years, as a, as someone that's covered college football and loved college football since the early 90s, all of us, but really, but normally years past, 
not last year, but before that, you would have just pretty quiet off seasons. But this <laughs> this off season There's is two in a is, row. is just I mean, I don't I don't know if I have the I don't have an explosion sound, but I'll just play this. <laughs> uh, Far too much drama for my heart to handle this. I mean, look, yeah, I mean, this is is uh, I mean. And and apparently the conferences are assuming that because hopefully you listen to our, our instant reaction. Me and Patty C did an instant reaction show. By the way, subscribe on YouTube to the College Football Experience. So you can watch this show. But folks, now we've had some time to sleep on it. We've had right. we, yeah, we've had some time to sleep on it. I know I was negative Nancy, and I am still <laughs> negative Nancy. But uh, just because I think it's absolutely ridiculous that USC and UCLA are are in the Big Ten. Uh, do we, Patty? I mean, let's get into Nick's thoughts first, because they, the, the, hopefully, you went out uh, and listened to us while you were grilling your steaks and shooting shooting explosives into the air. Uh, so, NC Nick, you you haven't had the floor yet. What is your reaction on the brand new Big Ten and the the potential? It seems like uh, demise of the Pac-10 slash twelve and perhaps the Atlantic Coast Conference. Yeah, I mean, you guys brought up a lot of good points, and I share a lot of the same concerns. Uh, you know, college football is no no longer going to be regional. You know, I th- we loved it when it was regional conferences. You'd have maybe a big uh, non conference game from a team in the South versus a West Coast team, or a bowl game where you don't see two teams facing off. But yeah, you know, the the California teams in the Big Ten, and it's only going to get worse. But at the same time, I mean, we we should have all saw this coming. You know, it was just a matter of time. We didn't know which dominoes would fall first. We didn't know that USC and UCLA would join the Big Ten, but we knew that the power five or four, or just say the top, like, I don't know, 60 teams in the country were going to consolidate. Uh, and, you know, it's not all bad. A lot of it is bad. We're, you know, chances are we won't have uh, the Apple Cup and the Civil War and Bedlam. And uh, all those other great regional uh, and, and how about Duke Carolina basketball potentially on the ropes? Well, uh, basketball, I, and I told you this when we were just just chatting. College basketball is like the innocent bystander that gets like gunned down in the college football drive-by, you know. Uh, but I, I think we'll have a, a separate pod just on how it affects college basketball, we're, you know. And it does; it sucks even worse for college basketball, definitely. Uh, but if we're just focusing on college football. You know, I don't want to be negative, Nancy. I'm a glass half full kind of guy. So there are some positives that could come out of this. Well, and having think- having just talked to Colby for about two and a half hours before this, <laughs> good luck convincing of any of the positives here. Yeah, well, uh, and then know, in five years, I think Sean in- and Ryan. <laughs> I think Sean Ryan did a good job of highlighting some of those positives. I didn't. I thought they made terrible points, in my opinion. Well, no, I, I mean, I think that you know, and I love those guys. But I, I, they're TMZ <laughs> college football fans, and well, I thought that I, I do not get excited for USC at Wisconsin or at Ohio State or something. I mean, yes, I, I watch every game, but I, I look. Patty C told me he went to a USC Ohio State game in the Coliseum in like two in the mid two thousands. I didn't even remember that they played. I didn't even remember that they played. But yet I could tell you, I remember. Uh, games against Arizona, game against the regional battles. Because I look, those games are look okay. It's great if you have a top five matchup. I, I get somewhat excited, but I still would rather watch a a a rivalry 
than uh, these these TMZ games. No, I mean I totally agree with all that, but you know the, the way college is right now, to have for example Georgia State and George competing for the same championship is kind of crazy. To have USC and Wyoming competing for the same championship is kind of crazy, and the playoffs are not going to get expanded large enough or quick enough to satisfy all of you know the the mid majorish college football that we love. So if they do something where there is a playoff for the power conferences and then a separate playoff for everybody else, that could be a lot of fun. And and those were the points that Sean and Ryan were making that I thought definitely, you know, had merit because but do we even know who's not going to watch all that. I mean, we need, I, I need to know that that's definitely going to happen. I, I, I mean, I, I, I just outright disagree that, you know, the likes of a, a hot BYU team or whatever, uh, a Wyoming shouldn't be able to compete in one single playoff with uh, I mean, know, we just saw if they're having their yeah. best year ever, you know, maybe they can compete since they just had nine players drafted. Yeah. Clearly well, uh, they were also they, who's yeah. going to let, are they going to let them compete? And yeah, that's the tough so part. far they haven't, you yeah, know, that's so why it just needed it to expand. Be- you didn't need to destroy the whole system and then separate them. You yeah, just needed but- to expand the playoff and then not put them against the most talented team in the country over the last decade and a half, and, and, and let, then see if they're able yeah. to if we, if we had the power to do that, then yeah, there would be a better solution than to what's going on. But unfortunately we don't. I was talking know? to and, a, a buddy of mine. Yeah. I was talking to a buddy of mine who went to uh wazoo, right? And he's a lawyer now, but his, his fan, his parents have had season tickets. He's had season tickets and his grandparents uh, have had season tickets all the way back, I think to the 1960s or something. But uh, and, and, you know, first off his first thing was, this was he, he, he was of the belief that like, Hey, this is because the, the NIL, he said like the NIL was going to let anyone into the party. And this elevates these schools to the next level where they can tell who can come to the party or not. Uh, so that was his first reaction. But the, the main, the main thing I wanted to talk about was he said, uh, you know, Washington state goes if we end up in the mountain West, he goes, I'm not re-upping on season tickets. He goes before part of the fun was we got a chance to play Oregon. We got a chance to play USC. He goes, as far as I'm concerned, I'm done with it. If it's, if, if that's what they're going to do to us, I think that might be in the minority, especially if like Wazoo or Oregon state is very good in the mountain West. If they're doing like 10 and two seasons, people in Pullman are still going to root for their guys. Uh, I think small town college football is not going anywhere. Uh, I think small town college football is as you know robust as it ever has been, and I think it'll continue to flourish. Well, I can tell you this. What I mean, people in Pullman, there's if if let's assume what everyone's speculating that Oregon State and and Washington State are going to be asked out. I can tell you this: there's going to be a shit ton of unemployed people, and that's not good. Capitalism, buddy. Yeah, capitalism, but. Um, America. I'll say, yeah, you know, on the chat, Patrick Ives is saying that the suits are ruining college football, and there's uh, <laughs> there's some validity to that as well. It's really and really the the power players. I think what we is, has come to the surface is really the TV stations. This is mostly ESPN and Fox. Evil man, know, because for hundred for over a hundred years, you know, first off, college football succeeded with really without TV for a long time. And, and now to be, you know, deeming our whole future with it by TV execs to me, you know, I mean, I'm a guy, I'm in Hollywood, man. I'm TV execs that want to make fucking weekend at Bernie's three. You know (laughs) what I mean? Like uh, we're going to leave it up to them. 
<laughs> hey, that's a scary thought. Uh, I to mean, me. between uh, Klyovkov and the new guy for Rock from Rock Nation, J- Jay Z's Entertainment conglomerate, what have you, taking over the Big Twelve. They're not only calling the shots like from the behind the scenes; they're actually the being put in the p- position of power to run the conferences as the as the administrator. Uh, so it is completely about TV and money, which is terrible for you know respecting the traditions of the sport and the rivalries, which clearly have been thrown to the, like get the fuck out of here if you're gonna tell if you're gonna ever say tradition like the the bowl system if you're gonna try and say that's a legitimate important part of the game and then throw everything oh, yeah. else away. Yeah. <laughs> get out of my face with it. Get yeah, out of my face. I could just, uh, that's, what's going to be great is, you know, we don't know what's who it will be, but you're going to hear an athletic director or a school president or a commissioner for these, for one of these leagues say that in the next couple of months. And it's going to say, they're going to say, yeah, we care about the pride, you know, the pride, the tradition. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. Because we clearly, I, uh, I, and we've, I, and I made this case last week. I said, when has expansion actually led to a better system? Like when, when, when we've lost so many great rivalries. Okay. Now in this scenario, Texas and Oklahoma join the sec. We get Texas and Texas A&M. Thank you. That is one that we went back. Right. But we, for all the other cases, I can't think of anything that's really gotten better. Uh, can you guys? Well, I think that's the nature of throwing away a rivalry. I mean, you could say some new rivalries have started, but we're three years into a lot of them as opposed to a hundred years. So I think definitely it not. takes time. Yeah. I mean, it takes time. You can't, you can't force rivalries. Like when Penn state joined the big 10, they tried to get Michigan state as their rivals. Yeah. So they, they always play the last game of the year. And it, it was just like, no, nobody's yeah. buying this. They're not rivals. You can't fabricate a rival. It, yeah. it takes a long time. And it takes usually, you know, geographic proximity as well, yeah. because well, I, what is a, what is a rivalry? It is, it is p- people in the same towns or very close to each other that went to the same schools or a, or a different school right down the road, or, you know, they grew up in the same high school, but one went here, one went there. And it's close people talking about it, going to the games, having that passion. And no, you're not going to get that with, you know, UCLA at Wisconsin or something. Well, I saw someone mention that when they said like, if Utah goes, since Nebraska is no longer in the big 12 of Colorado and Utah go to the big 12 is, is Utah going to be the rivalry game? Cause they have BYU. And, it, and I saw like, I think, I think it was Colorado fans or something saying they tried to force that rivalry on us. We don't, yeah. it's no, the fans don't get excited. I mean, yes. They want to win the game, but it's the same as just like any other one. Yeah, yeah. It's like before you know you had different rivals, Colorado State and uh, Nebraska, and those have been taken off the schedule. Uh, Tell me, tell me this though: would it not be pretty cool if there was two separate playoffs, each with like I don't know, sixteen teams, or you know, who knows the number? You know, you have the power playoff and you'd have the, I, the lower level playoff. I mean, the FCS playoff I mean, is awesome. Yeah. The FCS playoff is fantastic. D two playoff. We watch all that shit, but yeah, but it's still part of the fun of college sports. It's like why the upset the, the yes. David versus well, Goliath. and yes. teams coming up and down. There are certain teams that have stayed dominant, but like the whole equation of college football is like, you could be who's a small school. That's like come up and done great things. Miami was shit. In the seventies, in the eighties, they become the best team in the whole country. UCF's going to be in Cincinnati. Going to be, I mean, they're going to be in the Big Twelve, which we thought would be. Stanford I mean, there, there's so many levels to this. Apart. There's so many levels. I almost think if you're Cincinnati, 
you kind of wish you were still in the AAC because you'd be able to run that table. And I don't think the money, I mean the, the new, the future big 12 TV deal, I do think will be better in the AAC. But the question is, will it be that much better? Cause you're going to be end up going probably eight and four, nine and three, as opposed to going 12 and zero in the AAC and having a seat. If you're going to the same fucking playoff, wouldn't you rather have the automatic bid? I don't know that that's, what's crazy about all of this, but the big 12 also hilarious because they're the conference aside from the big 10 and sec. That looks like they have the most stability right now. I mean, who could have seen that one coming? And we were talking about this a little bit, you know, and really it was all just luck and timing, you know, since, since they got raided, you know, when Texas and Oklahoma leaving last year, they will, they were able to make the first move and to secure those new four teams coming in, because if it all happened at the same year, then those schools might've went pac 12. They might've went ACC. So really the big 12 is very fortunate just timing wise. It's not like they did anything to put themselves in a good situation. They were just lucky that Texas and Oklahoma left a year sooner. And, and, and GBO farms is in the chat. Shout out to GBO farms and Patrick Ives hop in the chat. If you have any questions, we'll, we'll try our best to answer them. But he says, uh, does this make the FCS more attractive for the FBS teams in the small, you know, for the smaller teams in the FBS? And he also said, if you're in New Mexico state, UMass ULM, why not just go to the FCS at this point? I mean, that's an interesting point, but I guess we got to see what happens uh, within the Sun Belt and, you know, some of these independents and uh, I know New Mexico state's on the verge of joining the conference USA. I mean, who knows if any of these, I don't know how it's going to shake out. It's, 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 ter- it's terrible, but let me, let me give you a little bit of hope. All right. I'm, I'm trying not to be negative Nancy here. All right. Let's say, let's say the pack 10, uh, this offer with the big 12, this thing happens. And uh, what is it? Arizona, Arizona state, Colorado, uh, Utah, Oregon, and Washington are in the big, the big 12, which would then be big 18, right? Let's say Stanford and Cal are in the big 10 with Notre Dame, Washington state and Oregon state. It seems like mountain West independent. I don't know. Most likely. And then the ACC unfortunately comes crashing down with the, with the, with the, it's going to happen. It's gonna happen. Col- you know, Colby's it's happening. So convinced. Always <laughs> so convinced. Well, they need Notre it. Dame. If they don't have Notre Why Dame, why do you think Stanford and Cal are joining the Big Ten? It, 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 I, I don't think the. I don't think you. You. I don't think USC and, and UCLA want them there because if they uh, did, they Notre Dame wants joined. them there. Why? And, and Notre Dame wants Stanford because that's a rival. And I've actually, we've also been told we have a source uh, that says Notre Dame and Stanford will definitely be in the Big Ten. Now we'll see hmm. if this source source is, is accurate here, but uh, I think this is Colby's wishful no, thinking. I'm serious. I think Colby wants Notre Dame to be forced to be in a conference so badly. So even <laughs> though he says this is terrible for college football, this is what he's been praying for for Notre Dame for as long as I can this remember. This is what I woke up to, buddy. This is what I woke up to. Read read right there. Notre Dame going to the Big Ten announcing next week. Yes. Per insider Stanford yes. as well. That is a text message mm. with Stanford. Now who knows if that's true. We've been, f- I've we've heard been f- a lot of, yeah. I've heard a lot of rumors, you but know, the reality I'm, I'm, I'm is this. Saying that's not true, but there is no ahead. way Notre Dame doesn't take this money speaks, man. Dude, and they make $50 million a year right now with uh, NBC. That doesn't that's not in- enough. That doesn't include the home games that they or the uh, road games that they get with ESPN, where they're making a shit ton of money through that. But the question is: is a hundred million? It's going to uh, be way more than a hundred. It's a hundred without Notre Dame right now. 
That's true. <laughs> it's going to be way more than that. Well, what I don't understand is they're talking about a, a billion, right? Uh, um, projecting over a billion, but there's uh, going to be 16 teams. So that uh, doesn't equal a hundred million. Uh, uh, I think team. it's going to be more than that. But uh, another reason I hear that the big 10 is obsessed with having a footprint in, uh, in Silicon Valley. That makes sense. I, I uh, think I think they go get those uh, those schools. They'll at least grab Stanford. I think I've been told. Who knows? I could be wrong. College football is batshit crazy, but I d- I do think the ACC cannot exist without Notre Dame. And l- I know they're talking. Pete Thamel said this thing. What do we say? The American Coast Conference with the Pac-12 <laughs> uh, and the ACC or Pac-10, I guess, in the ACC having a championship game in Las Vegas. Uh, first off, the game in Vegas—that's absolute shit. Don't play at that filthy stadium. All right, play this at Arrowhead in Kansas City. I like or talk to me, yes. And that's not even neutral. What the fuck? You're gonna play it in Vegas? It's gonna be all what? what what's going on here? Uh, but my point is this: is what I was trying to be positive about was if if that happens and North Carolina chooses between the Big Ten or SEC, like they're speculating, and Miami, Florida State, and Clemson are all in the SEC. And there's a bunch of teams just looking for homes, probably trying to form some type of of conference. The whole Northeast, essentially. Yes. Yeah. I'm hoping that the Big Twelve, which would be the Big Eighteen, then <laughs> would grab Pitt, and perhaps maybe Duke or Wake Forest. So you have that rich Duke Wake Forest bi- rivalry <laughs> or Duke NC State, right? They might be able to grab Virginia Virginia Tech rivalry. You would then also have West Virginia Pitt and West Virginia Virginia Tech rivalry. And then you mix that with all these other rivalries. I think Cincinnati, West Virginia could be fun, regional. Then you have your Texas rivalries, your Houston added to, it's to like the a Big Super 12. Conference USA. No, it, it but but it's but it has these Houston, Texas Tech, Houston Baylor, yeah. Houston TCU. Actual great right? rivalries. Then you yep. have Arizona, Arizona State. You can still have the Colorado, Utah thing. Utah BYU, hello, that's awesome. Uh Kansas, Kansas State. So in a way, you can kind of play into that. And I think you could market it saying, we didn't sell out. We want the rivalries. We want the heartbeat of college football. And I think that has merit. Because people like me would say, fuck the SEC and the Big Ten. I want to watch the Big 28 or whatever the fuck that's called. Let's do it. And shout out like, to the Sun Belt and Mountain West. Uh, yeah, let's not lie. I mean, we're going to watch all the games and we're going to, you know, pick all the games. We're going to bet all the games, okay? Uh, yeah, the SEC and the Big Ten might be slightly evil, but it, it is what it no, is. It's still college they're not football. Even still evil. Be great games. They're not even evil because they had to do it. Yeah. Because if, if if not, they would have went to the SEC or likewise. Like Texas, if Texas right. and Oklahoma, it's really it's really their fault. It's really it's really t- the schools. <laughs> Greg Sankey and uh, <laughs> no, Texas. I can't even blame Sankey. Texas, it's an arms race. It's no, an arms race. Yeah, if Texas, you don't do it, the other conference might. That's what I'm saying. Texas is the the true evil culprit here because they started this shit with the Longhorn <laughs> Network a long fucking time ago. Death to Texas. All right. Uh, well, yeah, well, well, getting back to a little bit what I think G- uh, GBO Farms was getting at is that you know what? If all this has left a sour taste in your mouth, well, then lean in more to the Sun Belt, to the Mountain West, to the FCS. You know, uh, there's still a ton of good college football out there. Like me, you know, I, like I was, you know, the end. I mean, this was all, took us by surprise last week. And I was like, it left a bad taste in my mouth. So the two college football trips, the two games I have tickets for this year, two Sunbelt games. All right. Go support, uh, you know, a conference like that, that isn't selling out. If that's your stance, if you're more of the TMZ variety, 
then enjoy everything, you know, cause I'll still be enjoying everything. So I don't want to come off like too negative Nancy because yeah, yeah uh, this is a lot of bad, but it could be some good as well. well which games are you going to Nick? Dude, one of them is on that? the one of them's on this uh, on this uh, right. list here. Teaser, teaser. Yeah. The other one is uh, JMU at App State. Boom! I love there it. There you go. I love it. Well, that's a new rivalry too, but at least it's geographic. But that'll have more history by the time USC and U- UCLA join than uh, UCLA versus Purdue will have. So. You know that that's going to be a historic rivalry pretty UC, soon. Here. UCLA Purdue, and I, I I actually want to key in on this before we jump into the the draft. I, I thought this was a great thing from a uh, great in the message board. Uh, a W W E U fan. Jeez, I can't talk. I swear I'm I'm sober too. Um, he 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 basically gave a big spiel on on how none of this is fun. He goes uh he goes you know us in the Big Twelve is a perfect example of why you know, college football is a regionalized sport and it should be always because it doesn't fit. He goes, we never get excited. Yes. Nah, every Saturday, yeah. are we going to show up to support West Virginia? But we don't really care if right. we're playing Baylor. Like we don't care. Right. Like if we're playing Marshall, if we're playing Pitt, if we're playing Virginia tech, if we're playing, you know, Maryland, Virginia, we're okay. Now we care. And it doesn't matter if we're and seven, when we play them or and 10, uh, I thought he made a great point by that yeah. saying that this is, we are the perfect example. We've been in three conferences over the past 20 years and this thing has gotten worse and worse. And we don't even care as a fan. Oh, we're playing Baylor. That's supposed to be our rivals. Hard to get care. up for TCU coming yeah. to town. Yeah. I, you I, never interact with the Baylor fan throughout the entire year until that game. And then you never see him again. Yeah. Right. GBO Farley chiming in saying change sucks at first, but no one bats an eye at South Carolina or Arkansas in the SEC or Miami in the ACC. I guarantee you this, buddy. Arkansas fans bat an eye at that because I think they might. They were dominant in the swack. They've become a doormat. Sam Pittman's kind of brought them out a little bit, but they they have uh, not been nearly what they were. Well, and and who's Arkansas's rival? Even as soon as A and M joined the conference. The LSU Arkansas end of season rivalry is dumped, and LSU takes on A and M, and they're trying to, you know, that seven overtime game. Oh, your rivalry is delivered! Yeah, everyone's trying to get a rivalry. Guess what? Arkansas doesn't really have a real rival in the uh, SEC even now, and they had that with Texas back when they were competitive in what the seventies with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. So and, yeah. My, and Miami is one that uh, you're kind of an afterthought, yeah. afterthought in the SEC even now, Arkansas. And you've been in there for what? 30 well, years. And, and we made that case with Oklahoma. Yes, Oklahoma is a blue blood, but they don't produce a ton of in-state talent just like Arkansas doesn't. And there's a chance you could end up like Arkansas if by entering all this, you know, with with playing these big super conferences. Well, Watch out. lucky Oklahoma yeah. is going to be traveling with Texas because Texas was Arkansas's lifeblood back then, much like our, it's been for Oklahoma, but now Oklahoma is fortunate enough to bring Texas with them, so and that South Carolina departing the ACC for the SEC, I think that was like the early seventies. Yeah, so. they were in. De- no, but South Carolina went independent for a while. Did they go? Yeah. I, like yeah. I say, I, I was about to say, like I don't even remember. Well, I don't remember. We weren't born <laughs> when all that yeah. transpired, so I don't know what led to that. But um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I was just hoping. I kind of want East Carolina to join the Sun Belt now. That's my thing as an ECU yes. fan. Let's go Sun yes. Belt, dude. They would fit in perfectly. They should expand. Sun Belt should grab East Carolina. UAB, Western Kentucky, and UTSA. Yeah, I don't know. UTSA might be too big of a city. You That's might a have big to go stretch of the. You might have to go like 
North Texas. I don't know. Going yeah. from, from Virginia to Texas doesn't feel like a super regional conference. Well, who gives a fuck now? Every <laughs> every conference is. Isn't that the yeah. whole thing you're talking about? What makes the well, SEC? No, but cool? ULM, well, Texas, ULM at Texas. They have uh, the the Sunbelt West. Yeah, no, Texas I'm gonna State. Say, they're, they're already in Texas. It's a continuous contiguous conference with you know good regionality because there's enough teams and they all kind of fit together. But the further and further west you stretch, the more that becomes like the same thing I, we're talking I love about. And, and I had never heard the word contiguous before all well, this happened. So I am educating you guys right now. <laughs> uh, look, I, 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 there was a great tweet that Los Angeles is closer to Honduras, the country, uh, than than uh, Piscataway, and that's a fact. <laughs> Mileage wise, closer to Honduras than Piscataway. What is L.A. LA. Wow. So it's basically like, and then I saw a great other tweet that Rutgers benefits from having zero championships, conference championships in their sport. And uh, despite their 153 yeah, years, yeah, and it went through and it said, Oh, it's glad to know that they're going to be making over a hundred thousand dollars a year. Oh yeah. A hundred million. What am I? A hundred thousand dollars, a hundred million dollars a year on their, uh, the, the, the new pack 12 TV deal, a hundred thousand dollars each. All right. A hundred thousand yeah. dollars for each program. That's right. Shop to you drop. All uh, right. Uh, yeah. It's Rutgers 153 years of football. That's what's and hilarious. The only important game they ever played was the first game. It's like won. Purdue just gets a pass. It's like, come on. I mean, let's Vanderbilt. be honest. Vanderbilt gets, a, I mean, Oregon's been a fucking great program for like 30 years and they might be asked out of this. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, some, some of the ACC schools, you know, Pitt is better than Vanderbilt. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, this is fucking crazy. It's absolutely insane. Hop in the chat people. Petty C dropping the word of the day on us says Joe Hackney. Shout out to Joe Hackney. Uh, great, great tweet with the uh, the 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 belt. What was that? The Intercontinental Championship belt with the college football Yeah, world champ. Whatever the right. fuck it was. Uh, fantastic stuff. That deserves a classic Ric Flair. There it is. Uh, Maybe we need. We need an intercontinental co- uh, conference. If I said that correctly, intercontinental <laughs> it's a tough conference. word, man. That's a, I'm not even drinking. I'm like, uh, intercontinental. Uh, <laughs> it's like dumb and the dumber. ICC. It's like dumb and dumber. When he struggles with the, he's like, ta-ha, ta-ha. that's the, uh, all right, look, we're going to get to our draft week, 10 stuff, college football. Uh, look, we'll be here through it all. We love football. We subscribe. I mean, subscribe. The USFL just ended. We 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 love football so much. We cover it year fucking round. All right, here on the College Football Experience, and also we host the USFL Gambling Podcast. So, like uh, like NC Nick said, when when USC is playing that heated rivalry matchup with uh, Maryland in College Park, we still will be covering it, despite how terrible of a game that will be. Um, <laughs> we love football. All right, so uh, shop to you drop and uh, look. I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by WinBet. Yes, uh, and WinBet right now bet fifty dollars at WinBet and get two hundred dollars in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WinBet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. All right, folks. If you haven't been listening to us, if you've been living under a rock. Well, we've previewed the first. Well, this is week ten. But we previewed ten other weeks because week zero counted as one. So go listen to all those episodes. They're evergreen, as the youth say, Patty C. <laughs> youth, I can't fucking talk. Um, but let's hop into this. We're drafting the top thirty games of each week. I actually, you know, 
I was mad last week because I thought week nine was the first really good week in like four weeks. Uh, and unfortunately, I, I I'm not gonna be in go- at the SGPN studio God's eye for that Saturday. I'm gonna be in College Station with the 12th man. Rocking! Oh, boo-hoo. Yeah. boohoo! Colby, complain. Yeah, right? you you go to those SEC games. You're selling up. That's true. <laughs> well, it's free. I'm not paying for these. All right, I got field passes. Hey, all right, I'd go. I'd go too. Any I'm day. going to check yeah. the turf. All right, make Col- sure it's not Colby a Colby is part of the twelfth man. <laughs> Look, as long as yeah, I don't give a shit. All right, let's let's. You gonna go this. pet that dog? That Lassie? <laughs> if I get drunk enough, uh, good chance. Good chance I get bit by Lassie. Colby uh, can't help himself. He's got to pet the dog. Uh, let's hop into this though. As we draft the top, t- this is another great week. I thought when I when I went through this week, I guess before we hop into it, I think this is the the. I think you can make a case it's the best week of the season. I would Talk agree. wise, depth wise for sure. Like I had to leave games off of the top thirty. I, I, I was trying to squeeze them in there. Uh, I think last week might've had more top games up top, but depth wise, this is I probably think, the deepest week so far, dude. This is pretty top heavy too. There's some it great is. games. It is. Let's hop into it. NC Nick will be drafting first. I'll be second on the, uh, and Patty C will be third on the draft order. So uh, without any further ado, NC Nick. Well, I mean, perhaps the most impactful game of the last five years, the last decade, maybe uh, Alabama at LSU, even last year, it was only 20 to 14 in Tuscaloosa and LSU had every chance to win it. Oh, so uh, this is a great game. It is every year. Do, do, do you disagree? No, no, no. Last year it just ca- killed oh, me. Oh, okay. Lawn yeah. chair Johnson had 30 cha- Max Johnson is now at a and M uh, man. Man, they should have they should have won this game. I mean, Alabama gave them every chance to beat them and and they just could not put it together. Uh Patty C, Bama at LSU Bat I've been down to Baton Rouge. That is an awesome seat. That is exactly. See, at least the SEC still I mean, look, I get it. They're in- including a couple of these teams that just have they have it. This is like the Sun Belt, all right? In Baton Rouge, that the, it's it's just a It pack- is college football. Yes. That is the heart of college football. The heartbeat yes. of college football is that experience. And it's beautiful. All right. Now at, at, at Minnesota, I, I don't know that I can say the same. Um, <laughs> Minnesota brings row the nice boat, crowd. Though, row in the boat, right. row don't in the boat, take shots at Minnesota, uh, Alabama winners of 10 of the last 11 in this ooh, rivalry. Ooh, is it a rivalry? But that's another thing is I grew up with a good friend of mine, diehard Alabama fan. His whole family was, and I'll say this in the nineties, LSU was not known as a rival. So I, 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 this is something that's came on lately. A lot of people think, Oh, this is, they've been heated, hated rivals forever. No, well, let me tell you not what the case, not the case prior to that night or 2000 to 2011, uh, Alabama only won four and lost, I, I believe nine during that time, or maybe eight, one, two, three, four, five, six, How the seven, fuck they play 13 eight, times nine. In, in nine, nine years. SE, I don't know. That's a good question. National championship. <laughs> no. Uh they did play. They did them. play in the national championship once, right? Yeah. I'm the looking at game. Who's who's doing that data over there? <laughs> All right. I don't know. Eight, nine. Nine, nine and uh oh no, nine and three they were since okay. two thousand. So and then Alabama goes and wins 10, 10 out of eleven. But Saban was at LSU and yeah, that, there's of, the yeah. uh common denominator yeah. there. So I don't know. LSU though does keep it close. 
I've been a, a pretty much a, a consensus top five talent wise team that entire stretch. I, I, I think LSU is a lot better than like reading some of these publications that are oh six and six. I think even the Vegas odds. I'm like no no Brian Kelly's a good like. He's they, won they, wherever he's been, dude. They had more players drafted than everybody except Georgia last year. So yes, they had a losing season, and and but there was some turmoil going on there. But Coach O was too busy chasing tail. Let's that's face true. It, all right? I mean, you know, he won that national championship. He's like, I'm coasting from here. I'm out. done. Yeah. He was gassing up and was like, these gas prices are crazy. I better get myself some ass if I'm going to be here. Uh, so uh, yeah, Alabama and LSU. You can't go wrong with that. I did have it as my number one game, but I do think you can make a case. You can make a case that another one should be number one. Well, as usual, both teams coming off a bye. So, what do we think that's going to have a SEC championship implications? Certainly for Alabama. Do I don't think LSU is there yet, but I do think Brian Kelly will have them way ahead of schedule, especially at LSU. I think this is this could be an upset, definitely. I mean the, the hard games that they have in the SEC prior to that at Auburn, who was what six and seven last year. They they were yeah, at, and then at Florida, who was kind of mediocre last year too, no, six and seven, and then <laughs> and then hosting everyone was six and seven, hosting right? Ole Miss, who might take a step back, and plus it's a Tiger Stadium, so it is conceivable that LSU Maybe. is undefeated going into this game. Wow, that, <laughs> that would like be it. crazy. I like it. Let's do it. Let's have some of that. Um, all right. Pick two, your boy Dundee. Look, they normally try to avoid this. Who's uh, what's what's my guy's name? The commissioner of the ACC again, from Northwestern. Swafford, Swafford uh, retired. Yeah, uh, it's, it's uh, Phillips. Phillips. Or? There yeah. you go. Swillips. Swillips. Phillips. Uh, Swafford <laughs> and Phillips. They uh, they they would always try to do Clemson a solid and say, hey, hey. We're not going to put you up in Boston in in November. All right, we're not going to put you in in Pittsburgh in November. But you know what? The last time they did have to play Notre Dame, it was in November, and they took an L with the backup quarterback. Well, with the same quarterback that's going to be playing this game, yeah. presumably a loss yeah, is a loss a is a loss. But freshman starting his first game, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, yeah, and he played better in that game than any game he did last year, but. <laughs> Either way, point taken. Either way, Marcus Freeman is. Have you seen what he is doing on the recruiting trail? Maybe, maybe they don't need to join the Big Ten. Maybe they are the. Maybe, maybe they'll be better than the whole entire Big Ten because he is killing it on the recruiting well, it trail. It is my opinion that they should stay uh, independent. Of course, that, it's your opinion. That's another topic. Yeah, but of course, that's your opinion. Um. Anyway, Notre Dame beats Clemson in South Bend. You heard it here first. Bold statement, but as bad as Clemson's offense was last year, maybe, maybe reasonable. What do you think, Nick? They gave Clemson a bye week coming into this, correct? Or am I crazy? Hmm. I think I think they got a bye week coming into this because the ACC is like, hey, we're gonna have to make you go up in the cold. All right, I know it. we're gonna give it. Every other team's gonna have to do that, but for you, we're gonna give you a bye week. <laughs> they do have a bye going oh, into this. How game. fitting! <laughs> That's well, just, it is a great game, yeah. and you know what? They've already given the time: seven thirty p.m. Eastern time. So as you might expect. It's prime time, which is even better if you're afraid of the cold. You know, if you're a Notre Dame fan, because obviously in the evening it'll be chillier. But uh, yeah, they split the two games in 2020. You know, Notre Dame winning at home, but then Clemson whipped them 34-10 in the ACC title game. Uh, but yeah, I, mean, I think you have to. I mean, we don't know what Clemson's going to look like this year, so I think you probably 
favor Notre Dame at home in South Bend. Great game though. Uh, I just want to quickly pull up. I want to say Clemson's offense charted at like uh, I got a bunch of magazines here. We just keep you know looking, reading stuff, and uh, Clemson's offense a hundred and third pass offense in the nation, hundredth overall. I can tell you this: if you're anywhere close to that, you're gonna lose in, in South Bend. All right, you heard it here first. Dundee special, Patty. See what do you make of this game? Look, I'm looking at it now. Typically six days of snowfall in South Bend in the month of November. If we're so lucky to have this be one of them, or even a very chilly day. Again, those those boys from balmy Clemson, South Carolina may not be ready for it. I do like Notre Dame to win this game. Boom! There we go. NC Nick getting sad over there. You yeah, wait, wait. Look, <laughs> Clemson's in the SEC. All right, yeah, let them go. Let, Good yeah. riddance. All right. Look, dude, dude. I even wore a UVA hat today, and by no means, and I am I a Wahoo fan, but I had to represent the ACC somehow because we're not dead yet, and we're going to rally and save this conference somehow. Well, but, that's what they need. They need one of these non-Miami, Clemson, or FSU teams to have. A championship here, and then just give that conference the remaining team some credibility. Well, well, I mean, we just previewed Georgia Tech. Uh, <laughs> that ain't going to be the team. They they gave no. Georgia Tech. I mean, Georgia Tech has three sets of back-to-back away games on on one schedule, <laughs> and five home Georgia games and six road games. Has played three back-to-back away games in ten years. <laughs> Georgia Tech getting dealt that to see the pyramid scheme that is college football. Uh, all right, uh, Patty C, you are on the clock, my friend. So uh, here we go. Well, laugh you will. No, actually, no, you will not laugh because I am not going with that game. Um, I'm going with the obvious game for what might be really the number one game um, in terms of implications and uh, probably a lot of vinegar here too. Baylor goes to Oklahoma. Uh, I guess this game is going to happen. Right now they're thinking three more times, including this year, but with these buyouts that could happen, this might be the last one for all we know. That's how fast college football works. Baylor having to travel to Stillwater, the defending uh conference champs no, against no, no, to Norman, Norman, to Norman, or Norman. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Stillwater. Jeez. Sorry, wow. Jeez. We, 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 <laughs> just got, foul. we just got twenty one star reviews. Yeah. Uh, you can mess up Georgia State, Georgia Southern. Yeah. But all, all, all from Norman. All the the <laughs> Entire campus just turned on me. Uh, look, defending champs versus prior to that, what the six-time defending champs of Oklahoma. Something's gotta give here. Here, here's what I find interesting. We we saw Texas and Oklahoma. They were announced to go to the SEC last year at this time, and neither represented the Big Twelve in the championship game. I do think this gives an edge to the opposing teams in the conference. I, this movement going on in college football because you want motivation. It is all. Fucking there for you. Oh yeah. So and for these teams that yeah. have to face that every week. Yeah, every single week, and you wonder why Texas was five and seven. Well, that's kind of become normal of them. But uh, <laughs> Oklahoma didn't get to the Big Twelve championship. It was Baylor's show. Can Dave Aranda build on that? I think this game you could make in ca- make a case that by the time we get to this point in the season, this might be the best game to watch. Uh, well, I played it, so I clearly agree. Although I agree with yeah. both of your guys' plays too. You know, I'm a, usually a Big 12 hater, but but not here. You know, as Joe is saying, Oklahoma's 28 and four all time against Baylor, but Baylor won last year in Waco, 27 to 14, where they limited the Sooners to just 260 yards of total offense. Uh, so, Lincoln Riley, what's up, man? I hope you can do better in the uh, Big Ten than that. 
<laughs> and but, the Pac-12 uh, for a couple years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But eventually, but no, it, yeah, it's a great game. The last two Big 12 champs uh, should be a lot of fun, and uh, also another game with upset potential because we're not sure what we're going to get out of uh, out of uh, Oklahoma this year. And really, five out of the last six have been pretty good games. I mean, last year was 27-14, Baylor won. The the same score happened the year before, but Oklahoma won. The year before that, Big 12 championship game. Uh, oh, that was so close. Uh, Oklahoma wins 30 to 23. That guy from Oklahoma doesn't run him down from behind yeah. at the end of the game. Baylor's going to the, to the playoff. Yeah. And then you have uh, in 19, 34, 31, you have one blowout in 18, but even go back to 17, eight point game in Waco. Uh, these games have been pretty it's actually awesome. kind of underrated little series yeah. here. Yeah. Let's go around Let's go bears. Let's go. Here, Let's here, go. Here's a little nugget about the Big 12 that separates a nine-game conference slate from the others. Baylor coming. This is the second end of a back-to-back. Tough to have to go to Norman on the second end of a back-to-back. Going to Lubbock, then Norman. Ouch. But right. But they got a back-to-back. You know, Oklahoma's only had one of those in ten years. That's true. Isn't that funny? And how that not, works. Not facing one <laughs> this funny. year. That's funny. But they are coming off a road trip. That's to, just irony. Two aims. It's another one of those quinky dinks. Yeah. yeah that's right. <laughs> To quote one Kelly Bundy. <laughs> uh, shout out to Kelly Bundy. Um, all right. All right. NC Nick, it bounces back to you. Pick four. Screw it. I'm doing it. Yeah. Last week, Colby said he took a game maybe out of turn because he's going to be there. I'm going to do the same thing. This is the, uh, this is the second game that at least a second game on to go to this year. And it is. Thursday night, Sun Belt, Fun Belt, baby. It is App State at Coastal Carolina, the lone Thursday night game. Huge Sun Belt East matchup. I can't wait for this game. Conway, the beach, Myrtle Beach is going to be rocking. The future uh, of college football. The future. There you go. Exactly. I might. Why not? I might have to. I mean, look, if I, I don't know that I could pull off College Station to Conway. Yeah. Within like four days, <laughs> probably not a direct flight, <laughs> but but uh, I should be at this one. My heart is at this one because this one is fantastic. And look, App State may be four and one against Coastal, but the last two have been awesome games, and three of the five have been one score games. Uh, Seven and one all time. I, the, is a series. Yeah the the uh, the last two. I'm sorry, no, two years ago. I'm sorry. was not a one score game, but it, sh- it basically was the final yeah. score was 34, 23. The final play right. of the game was a pick six. Right. So it, it, it was there. App state had a chance to, to, to get the win. They didn't. So they're one and one in Conway since the FBS. Uh, this game is on Thursday night, nationally televised, right? Or is it Wednesday, Thursday or Wednesday, Thursday night, Thursday. This game is awesome. I, oh, yeah. I, I honestly, if I had to make a list of games, I'm excited to watch this year in college football, this would probably be in my top 10. So I agree with your play. Patty C talk to me about your, your love for this game. I mean, this is your classic <laughs> culture clash mountains of North Carolina versus the beaches of South Carolina. You got the teal turf, right? Uh, you got the high octane uh, coastal Carolina offense versus the ground and pound uh, app state. Look, it's everything you want in a matchup, and these are teams that could likely be battling for conference supremacy here. Um, you have to love the game. It's going to be everything that's fun about college football. This is the kind of game we're going to be dialing into uh, once instead of UCLA versus Purdue, we're going to be watching this game. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I'm going to say this too. 
my buddy from JMU just bought uh, Coastal Carolina at JMU tickets on the final weekend Ooh. of the season. So if you guys want to make that trip, I Ooh. will probably be there too. Uh, you could talk me into that. That would be a fun one. If you we guys need to move come. the SGPN headquarters up into the <laughs> mountains of, of Carolina or wherever or Tennessee or something. I don't know. I need to go over there, but uh, shout out to Joe's like the amount of mullets that will be on the telecast for that game will be more visible than an eighties rock concert. <laughs> but I'm going to try growing mine out. <laughs> there we go. We got to get on the mountain mullet versus the beach mullet. They're, they're kind of a uh, beach mullet wins beach mullet. You got to have, it's just such well, a there's blonde in the beach well, mullet. It's it's more stylish. Yeah. The yeah. mountain mullet. The mountain mullet's great. Is, like it, mountain mullet will, will beat your ass it's probably. Tough. Yeah. <laughs> but the beach mullet is just fucking hilarious. You know what I mean? You're all on board. The it's beach just, mullet. The the beach mullet fucks. Yeah. Big time. It's getting a little Bosworth to it. Right? Yeah. Big time. Yeah, beach mullet is probably doing coke, and the yeah. mountain mullet is on meth. <laughs> <laughs> Huh? I think, I think I'll definitely take the beach mullet. Yeah. Now, now that you mention it. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so let's hop into this next. I, I love that play. I'm very excited for that game. Nice play. I I cannot wait for that game. And uh, yeah, SG. I, I'll be here at SGPN Studio watching that one. Bring bring in the popcorn, Patty C. All right, let's go. Woo. All right, so it goes to myself. And uh, look, it's time to. Uh, well, what is the top game here at this point? You got all. This is a great week. It's an absolutely great week. I'm gonna go to one that I think. Oh man, am I am I missing? No, I'm I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play it. Let's let's stay where the heart of college football is. Let's go to the Smurf turf. All right. Wow. Where <laughs> BYU and Boise. This has oh. been fun. Great game. This is what I'm talking. This is the future of college football for me, right? Uh, <laughs> this is just we've been to this exact game and it was awesome. This was, was. an awesome game, uh, and and this is a rivalry. What Andy Avalos had a tough first year, but he went into Provo and smacked him. They smacked him in Provo last year, uh, twenty six to seventeen. There, Boise's eight and four all time. But let me tell you, th- this rivalry has been fun. Twenty six seventeen last year. Now I will say in two thousand twenty, BYU did whoop Boise's ass fifty one to seventeen. That's a bad one. But the other scores twenty eight twenty five twenty one sixteen. I think that was the one we were at NC Nick twenty one sixteen goal line stand to win that game uh, twenty eight twenty seven. I mean, this is a fun rivalry. This is a very fun seven to six. There, there we go. I need, I need one of those back. What's their <laughs> record been on the six. Smurf turf? What's what, what have they done in this? Uh, uh, the last time they were in Boise, BYU won, but, uh, they, they did lose the previous four five in, in, wow. in uh, Smurf turf. So it is intimidating yeah. for a reason. Smurf turf is tough. Yeah. What do you make of this game, Nick? No, oh, it's a great game, man. Uh, yeah, if you go back to last year again. What BYU was ten and two in the regular season. Their only home loss was to Boise, and that Boise <laughs> squad was only seven and five. It was not a stellar Broncos team. So it goes to show you, it's a rivalry game. Throw out the records every Haunted year. House. And, and by the go, way, man. by the way, big big twenty five or whatever the fuck the Big Twelve is going to turn into, right? You can add. You're adding Colorado. Why not add Boise? Because then you get Boise, BYU every year. BYU would have rivals with Colorado, Utah, and Boise State. You add that into the mix. 
Come on. Sense. Hold That'd on. Be you very said fun. what now? If you know, we were talking like there's talk that the the Big Twelve is gonna um, uh, is gonna snatch up the remaining Pac-12 teams besides Stanford, Cal, and Wazoo and Oregon State. I say they invite Boise State into that mix as well, and then you if have you're a go fucking Northwestern. great conference. You know what like, I what I want though is I just want Wazoo and uh, Oregon State to join the Mountain West and make that. And even saltier. Why, why doesn't the Big Twelve just right. grab? I don't understand why they. Say, I, I get it. They say it adds no value bringing in Wazoo and Oregon State, but I would argue it does from a viewing standpoint. Like Boise State, I'm sorry, not Boise State. Uh, Oregon State and and Wazoo are kind of like Iowa State and and Kansas State, and I think that's fun football, great programs. Why not? Why why are they excluding them? Why you're why? talking? You're talking from a fan standpoint, yeah, not from like a business standpoint. That's a problem. Well. Well, those change, buddy. Programs have had some money coming <laughs> okay. into them. Corvallis and uh, Pullman have yeah. decent stadiums. Fucking for, yeah, huge TV markets there. <laughs> That's a uh, fuck TV market. Blanket <laughs> Nick <right>. over here. <laughs> but yet they give a like West Lafayette's TV markets. Fucking what you know? The, those teams were already in there. So it's different lucky. when you're trying to bring somebody in. Grandfather, th- yeah. Bring in Wazoo. Come on, Brian Leaf. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Leach. Yeah, this Wazoo program's incredible. When 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 you're pitching a guy who's notoriously one of the worst burnouts in college football or pro football history as your as your marketing R- guy. R- Ryan Leaf, uh Cody Pickett, I think it was. Uh so Wazoo asked to help recruit Cody I think it was Cody Pickett. I could be wrong. If not uh, that was the 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 good was the the good Washington Husky quarterback in the in the Yeah. So Leaf goes to pick him up to take him around and pitch him on, on Wazoo. Yeah. He gets in the car wearing a Washington Husky hat. He's driving or not Leach. I'm sorry. Ryan leaf. Uh, and he gra- he hops in the car with leaf and leaf. See- he starts driving and, and Ryan leaf sees that Washington Husky hat. So he, he grabs it from his head and throws it out the fucking window. <laughs> right. And, and what's that's great. Rodney. That's college football. Yes. And that's yes. Yeah. And, and, and and then he ends up going to Washington. He's like, dude, my fucking hat's outside. <laughs> fucking cold, man. You what are you what? doing? Hey, <laughs> separate the wheat from the chaff. That guy wasn't ready to, for Pullman. That's right, though. That is college football. And and if we lose the Apple Cup, I'm gonna be fucking heated. All right, I'm gonna be fucking heated. It's not gonna be a fun day at the SGPN studios. All right. Does <laughs> I hit Patty C in the face with a fucking apple when he comes into work? <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, all right, where the hell are we doing? We're going here. Uh, uh, Patty, see, it's on you. Right. Well, Colby really did spread these games all over his list here. Um, so I'm going to go down the list. There's a couple. There are a few that are really good, but I will take you again. We go to College Station. Where are the Florida Gators? The presumably somewhat resurgent Florida Gators. Traveled to Texas A&M. They played in 2020 in a classic. Uh, and who called that one upset there? Colby did call yeah. that. A lot of people were giving me shit about that one before that. I, I will always remember that one because people were saying Colby I was a sits fool. there and acts like Kyle Texas Trask. A&M dominated that game, but uh, Florida. That was, that was, they both put up like that. That was a yeah, shootout. That was an absolute shootout. Yeah. Did that game keep Florida out of the playoff, or what was the, what was Florida's record that year? Let me. Let me go back to 2020. I think it might have. 
I think well, that, that was a weird year. They're just putting anyone in the playoffs. Ohio State played like four games. You're like, you're in the playoff. <laughs> That's true. Hey, what, hey, you Florida beat Indiana. The SEC championship and lost to Bama. Say that one more time. Your mic kind of broke up. Yeah, Florida was. They still played in the SEC championship and lost to Bama. And I think that was, you know, the nail uh, in their coffin. But yeah. you know, prior to uh, that, <clears throat> they they would have won their first nine games of the regular season. A and M, yeah, at Kyle Field. Threw a monkey wrench in that with a late game comeback. Maybe Florida's still salty well, it, about it's that. It's funny what happens when you play on the road at a at a tough place. Sorry, it's <laughs> not Van- sorry, it's to- not Vanderbilt. And, um, and, you know, is Florida still salty? They have a new coach, all new players. Yeah. Look, the fans remember not. The fans remember Nick. <laughs> the fans uh, will not be on the field. <laughs> what do you make of this game, Nick? Florida at AM. <clears throat> it's actually played in the right spot because I, I think it it is a fun game. Uh, it could have meaning, you know, in both East and the West. So uh, I think it's played in the right spot. I'll be looking forward to it. Yeah, I think it's pretty great. I might, I might stay down there so I can go to another game. Maybe Florida's All schedule right. is actually freaking brutal. Uh, granted, they have a Florida's? buy in between this, but pr- coming into this, yeah. LSU by Georgia, then at A and M. Yeah, that's a tough three. Well, we were giving them shit with their away game. I mean, we just did the Florida preview. Contradicting yourself. Um, I like Joe stretch. here. Joe has been like uh, dropping tidbits here. Last three games have been uh, decided by a combined eight points. Wow, that's that's pretty crazy. Love it, love it. Um, yeah, it's 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 played in the right spot, man. It is played in the Alrighty. right spot. Uh, thank you, sir. All right, NC Nick, it is back to you. All right. Well, you know, I've been saying all up until this past week that USC was must watch football this season. And then with what had just, just transpired, obviously with them going to the big 10, I think it's even more reason to watch, especially against PAC 12 opponents that they may not be playing much longer. (laughs) So uh, how about Cal at USC in the Coliseum? Uh, and you know, by the way, Cal's done pretty well here. They've won two out of the last three. Uh, mm. you know, so no wonder Helton got fired if if USC can't beat Cal. And, well, and oh, no games, wonder, no wonder why USC wanted to leave the Pac-12. Exactly. I mean, they, that that's hilarious too. Is they only have them in Texas. Uh, USC's only got one championship since the fucking Pac-12. So it's like. You're, you, yes, I understand that you're leaving for a bigger conference, but if you think you're going to have this great success there, you weren't having success here. Just like Texas. I mean, USC's had True. a little more recent success. Did did help one, get two? One, just one. Yeah. In what the last decade? Yeah. Hmm. That is surprisingly bad. Uh, and how about this? I know that win total. I think is at ten or ten and a half. I was leaning with all these transfers. I was leaning over at 10. If I had to now that they announced this, fuck that I'm on the under. And I think I'm going to, I think that might be a lock come August when we do our locks episode on, on the wind totals. I think Cal, or I think uh, USC is going to, they play in Corvallis now. Oh my gosh. That's, that's the one great thing from this. It sucks that we might have Oregon state and Washington state in the mountain West or in the independence. I don't know, but Corvallis is going to be fucking insane when they go there now. You know what I mean? Like that is going to, that to me, that's like all of a sudden let's watch TV. Like that game bumps way up the fucking charts. Yeah. Now. So um, USC again, like we mentioned before, going to be getting everyone's best shot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they go to Salt Lake city and Corvallis and a couple other spots. Those places should be rocking. Uh, 
Nick, you want to say anything? Oh, Patty C, what do you make of Cal USC? Uh, I guess the recent uh, you talk like shit about this game in the office. Like two hours ago. Talk about it. Uh, com- recent competitiveness <laughs> about uh, from no. I mean, I I would say there are several games that I would have played higher, but the recent competitiveness from Cal with Wilcox uh, makes it a little interesting. Obviously, he's maybe a more promising coach than Helton, um, but Lincoln Riley coming in, this would be a great upset and a great fuck you out the door to USC. Is this their last year uh, before they, they go? They've played a hundred and s- what seven times. I think they play one more year, right? Is it twenty twenty four? Twenty four is the year. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, but their last trip to the Coliseum potentially for a long time. I'm sure they'd love to leave, leave them with an L. Uh, still, I figure USC is so much more talented that this should be a, a bit of an ass whipping. But if Cal can I do don't it, think so. yeah, I think Wilcox it's be a is game. a great defensive yeah. coach, yeah. so he keeps games close. Maybe. Yeah, the one tip that I was going to say was that those those last two losses, you know, in the last three games, uh, USC has been limited to 14 points in both those losses. So that high powered Southern Cali offense has not, you know, been running well against Cal. Maybe that continues. Let's go. Let's go. Um. All right. I like that play. I like that play. All right, it goes back to me, and I am taking you too. Man, I guess I got to go to Athens, even though I'm not buying the hype. I'm not buying the hype, but I think I have to take us there. Uh, Tennessee at Georgia. I think Tennessee. I, I, I've made this statement all the ten weeks that we've been doing this one, this preview series. I think Tennessee's in Michigan State mode to me. I need to see it multiple years in a row. All right. They Did showed we some even great see signs. It last year? I mean, we saw them step up. Like they, uh, Josh Heupel had them a- ahead of what I expected. Yeah, yeah, they improved. I mean, NC Nick. By the way, I went and re re listened to our locks episode last last uh, from last year. Yeah, NC Nick. One of the, one of the ones you got wrong was Tennessee on the on the under. On the I, under, I admit it. I was off, but our numbers were absolutely fantastic, and I will pull those up in a second here. But um, well, I mean, who did they lose to last year? They lost to. Uh, Pit to start things off. Didn't they have a terrible? Uh, no. Oh, Bowling Green. No, they they pasted Bowling Green. Okay, I'm thinking of someone what are you else. Talking about? You're talking about Minnesota. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Tennessee. Tennessee did seven and six or seven and five in the regular season. Some signs of improvement. The problem with this game is that Georgia's, Georgia's won it. five yeah. straight in those games. Forty-one seventeen. Forty-four twenty-one. Forty-three fourteen. 38, 12, 41, nothing. It has been completely lopsided. But I'm sorry. GBO farms better <laughs> luck this year, but you had that awesome hail Mary game where like both teams threw a hail Mary. It seemed like in the final minute. Um, and by the way, last year, this is why you want to listen to our locks record and subscribe to us on YouTube or whatever platform you listen to podcast at, because we were as a collective me, Patty C and NC Nick on our locks episode 44 and 18 as a collective hitting at 71%. Woo! Forty-four and eighteen. All right, uh, all right. Uh, but yeah, I'll what do you make you of this game? Tennessee. That offense hit forty points seven times last year, out of thirteen games. They moved the ball. Got close several other times to forty. Uh, Heupel got. I that gotta off. play this because if Heupel and Hooker. Yes, that's what I'm saying. The offense should be going, and and Tennessee did, had some great transfer gets. They also. At the NIL collective, there's there's a buzz about it. Uh, you Georgia know. losing all that on defense. Stetson Bennett, 
Can, can he keep up with a hooker? I don't a Stetson. I don't think a Stetson's ever had a hooker in the history of this world. You know what I mean? So uh, or actually, I feel like I feel Stetson, like Stetson yeah, would be yeah, the exact yeah, guy yeah, to have. Yeah, a hooker. yeah maybe yeah. I'm wrong about that. Down and the old. more I thought about that, I was like, that's a terrible statement, Colby. Um, and you know what? I haven't been to Neyland, but I believe you have, Colby. Didn't you go boat gating one time? I did. That is a great experience. I it was, and guess what? It was in the rain, and I'm not one of these little bitches that will say, "Oh, they shouldn't. <laughs> they should play in a dome." No, the whole game was in a fucking monsoon, <laughs> and 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 they played Miami. And uh, I got absolutely hammered on that river. What is that? The Tennessee River? I don't even remember. All I know is we were on a fucking pontoon the, uh, boat. Man, the uh, the uh, Manning River now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, don't right. don't start there. <laughs> don't right. even don't even start. But uh, is that a fun place to to, to party tailgate? Great, that it was. It looks great, like it is. That was Rocky great, Top. We gotta go. We gotta go there again. I bet the, yeah, I bet I the chicks are yeah. insane. I bet that was fantastic. Some, yeah. And I, they were playing Miami, and I I want to say Miami was really good then, or Tennessee was really good. One of the two. This was probably in two thousand three, maybe, and it was like a twenty nine to three game or something like that, if memory serves me correct. But it was in the middle of a monsoon, and I was really hammered. It was fantastic. <laughs> Shout out to all those bunch of people let me on their fucking pontoon boat. It was great. Let me see. Just bong and bong and beers, do it ever clear shit like that. I I was twenty years old. What does Georgia have coming into that game? Georgia has Florida the week before in the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Potential letdown spot in Athens, potentially. Yeah. This no, it's in Athens, man. Why couldn't this be in Knoxville this year? I know, right? And why couldn't it be earlier in the season when Tennessee had that offense rolling and Georgia was still figuring out their defense? Tough spot, but I don't know. Tennessee still, if they're improved, this could be a dangerous spot for Georgia. Let's go, Vols. Josh Heupel. I got to give it to him. I I honestly thought I thought like that was a questionable hire at the time. I was like, I don't know, yeah, because uh, I thought UCF fell off a tiny bit right. from Frost to Heupel, and I thought I don't know. I thought I kind of thought they were botching it again, and uh, no. I mean, I know Heupel's. It was a Mike Leach guy, so I, I want to root for him. You know what I mean? And I liked him at Oklahoma. I was a big fan of that 2000 Oklahoma team. So, so that, far, so good. Yeah, let's go. Let's get it done. Let's go. Upset in Athens. Didn't Carolina beat him in Athens, I think, when they had South Carolina? It was like their third string quarterback yeah. a couple years ago. Yep. Maybe that can happen. They fall asleep between the hedges. There we go. I Patty C. All righty, all righty. I'm taking a quick scroll up and down this list, but I, I know where he's going. Yeah, of course you do, and my heart would take me here <laughs> either way. We are going to Charlottesville, Virginia, where oh. the Wahoos. Whoa. Is this what? Never we, mind. Well, I'm, I'm saving that. I one. thought for I'm sure he was going with the rivalry there. I'm saving that I, one because a different ACC matchup, right? I don't think you guys are going to pick it, but if you do, congratulations. <laughs> this is me testing. Right where you think this rivalry is, so we'll get to that in a second. But for now, we're talking about the South's oldest rivalry, that is the Tar Heels of North Carolina and the Wahoos of Virginia. Um, look, this game has potential for coastal implications. Potentially, uh, the champion of the coastal division, a berth in the conference championship game. Wait, this where's late. this one at? This is in Charlottesville. In Charlottesville, yes. Mm. It uh, is the preppy ass student bowl. There'll be lots of like right. you know shirts and ties on. That's right. But that's the other reason why I'm wearing the UVA hat because you know I'm a UNC hater. So uh, go Wahoos here, my guy Brennan Armstrong. 
to take a shit on. I'm that looking at this history. Blue. Didn't they, I, there was like an arena football game the other uh, a couple of years ago in this matchup? With, I feel like it was last year, maybe. Yeah, they were going back and forth. Fucking disgusting I was game. Actually no one could play defense. It was just yeah. sitting there like somebody make a fucking tackle. I mean, this game was was I was watching the Iowa Barnstormers against the Arizona Rattlers, <laughs> watching this game last year. It was just what what was the score of this thing? I'm trying to pull this thing. Fifty nine to thirty one, thirty eight, and I want fifty nine thirty nine, thirty nine, and I want to say at one point it was like it was like thirty, I don't know, thirty thirty nine, thirty nine or Dude, some shit. I don't Virginia, know. Virginia, I watched this game almost never stopped North Carolina the whole game. That's I want to say they got a stop on a turnover on the so, goal line. This might have been the I, I think I made some good money in fantasy football this on this game. Yeah. Uh and DFS and DFS. Uh but man, from a so I guess I was happy in a way. Well Carolina I think, uh, I think Hunky Cooper might have had had uh, three <laughs> touchdowns that game. It was Randy Gatewood. <laughs> Patty C's wondering what the fuck I we're have talking no about. Idea what the fuck you we are talking about. Arizona Rattler Arena oh, football right now. See that that that's where the dance take it to a different yes. level. Um, I'm gonna say this: without Sam Howe there, and with uh, Brendan Armstrong returning, will UVA have the offensive advantage this year? No, no. <laughs> well, let me say Did this: your whole offensive line get raided? I think so. Mm, we lost the, uh, the Remington uh, Award winner to Michigan. That's a tough one. I think you lost a few offensive linemen that are starting elsewhere. Mm, mm, and, mm. and you also hired a guy in Tony Elliott who, uh, eh, you know, well, yeah. uh, I just that, won a that, couple that national championships. Hundred second, yeah, hundred yeah, second, second okay. passing. Okay, a couple national championships, couple. Uh, you know, second if, place finishes. If, if Tony Elliott was racing in North Carolina, I'd feel a lot better. <laughs> but he's in Charlottesville, coaching right? football. So that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, okay. Play this joke every week. These people are like this fucking idiot. Come on with some new uh, material. Yeah. I still laugh. <laughs> uh, there we go. I, that's what I do it for. All right, NC Nick. That's what I do it for. Um. There you all go. right. Well, look. Before we get to NC Nick's next pick, I gotta get us paid. I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Sleeper. Yes, you already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their brand new over under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGP and group and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by us. Yes. The SGPN app is live in the app store and Google play store. It is free to download. So what are you doing? All right. And also we just relaunched our merch store where you can get your, your favorite SGPN gear. And like NC Nick was laughing at on the introduction, you can find a uh, jigsaw puzzle of Ryan real money Kramer. (laughs) Hey, on a rainy day, what's better having a bourbon (laughs) playing a, playing a jigsaw puzzle. I don't know. How do you say that doing a jigsaw puzzle? I think so. Yeah. All right, so just go to uh, go to the store at sports gambling. Uh, go to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com and order yourself a fucking jigsaw puzzle. All right, look. Uh, before we get to NC Nick's next pick, I got to turn it over to Side B. So stay tuned. Hang on for about five seconds as we uh, close out for the podcast sake, and then we'll hop right on. If you're watching on YouTube, so uh, with that, let's stop this.